That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, and welcome to Everything is Fine, a podcast for women over 40. We are your hosts. I'm Kim France. And I'm Jen Romolini. And Jen, I sound cheery, but I'm not. I know. How are you feeling? You had the plague. I had the plague. I had this flu, this horrible flu that you can't believe how horrible it is until it comes for you. Yep. Yep. I think it's what I had before before Christmas. Yep. I think it must have been. I, I, I just like I was just... I mean, I'm, I'm recovering. I'm still not great, but like I could barely lift a finger for days. Yeah. Yeah. Barely lift a finger. Couldn't get out of bed. Once I got out of bed, like couldn't get back upstairs to get back in bed. I'm so sorry. I mean, and the thing is when you're sick, you just, you're like, will I always be like this? Like you can't, you just are, it, it immediately sends you into, is this a permanent state? <laughs> it does, because there's also something about this flu that you wake up every day feeling exactly the same. There isn't like a, it's not like you're, you, there's a slope and suddenly you start feeling better. It's just every day, boom, boom, yeah, yeah. Like getting knocked out first thing. Do you get the flu shot? I have gotten the flu shot. I was going to get the flu shot this year. I was at the doctor. I didn't want to get it on the same day I was getting my pneumonia immunization because I didn't want to get sick. Right. Um, And then a week later, I got the flu. I'm 100% going to become a flu shot COVID. Like, I, I mean, I'm a COVID. I'm a vaccinated. I'm a, I'm, I'm pro-vax. Um, but I didn't get the COVID booster. It's not booster. I didn't get the new COVID shot this year. And I didn't get the flu because I never get the flu because I, the, the flu shot because I'm like, well, they don't know. And it could be something else. And like, right. and like this year, I fucking was down. Fuck yep, up, I always, down. I always I would always be like, I never get a flu shot and I never get the flu. Yes. Nah, 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 nah. Same. And this year, this year, fuck you, said the flu. Same, 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 same. And can I just say one more thing about being sick? Please do. <laughs> it's fucking boring. Yeah. It's just so boring. Yeah, because you don't have the attention span for entertainment. No. Because you're too weak. Like, I tried to watch movies and I was like, I can't. I don't have it in me to watch movies. You can't read. You can't do anything. You just have to lie in bed. You just have to lie in bed. And then if your partner, if you have a partner and then your partner is also sick, like 
the whole thing is just up in flames. It's just like your house becomes a mess. Yeah. Yeah. You have no food left. No. And your, your house is just full of tissues. It's just like disgusting and like, and flu medicine. And just like, it's like the, the flu house is a different house than the normal house. It's It's just, it's just like, there's like the detritus of being sick everywhere. And like, when we got back from vacation, there was still some of it left. There was still some of it left over. And I was like, Oh God, this is like, I don't ever want to see like the nasal spray again. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I know the detritus. It's depressing. It's depressing. The tea and just everything. Alex wore a mask around me for like 10 days. (laughs) He was just (laughs) like, I'm sorry. I don't want to be anywhere near you. I don't, we slept in separate places. He was like, I don't want, I I just don't want this. And he was absolutely right because Charlotte and I got it and it was, we were down bad. And I think after day two of Charlotte having it, he was like, I don't have this yet. And I'm hoping I don't get it. So sorry, I'm just masking. And he masked everywhere. And we just did not, we didn't spend any time in the same room, really. Yeah. For yeah. the whole well, time. That was wise of him. And he didn't get it. But I mean, you know, while I was taking care of Charlotte, you know, I kissed their head. I hugged them. They were crying. Yeah. You know, I was, I was being a nurturing mom. And there was a point where they kind of coughed in my eye. And I was like, oh, this <laughs> is the end. <laughs> <laughs> that was it just then that was it i was like you might as well have licked my eyeball like we're we're <laughs> over here <laughs> wait did walton get it was is walton with you walton was with us for about a week he's a week and a half he spent half of his christmas vacation or part of his christmas vacation with us and um for the first couple of days we just had him in pure servant mode Oh no. Okay. <laughs> we just like he had to walk the dog, he had to go get us sandwiches when we could eat. I mean, that was the other thing about this flu. I couldn't eat. No, I didn't eat anything. I didn't eat any. I had broth. I had broth for days. Yeah, that was weird too. Just not it eating. Was not eating for days. And then one day we're watching um one day in this in this miasma of days that have passed. Yes. yes. Um Paul was like, we were watching TV and there was like a burger joint on the mm-hmm. on Friday Night Lights. Like they're showing the burger joint. Mm-hmm. And we were like, five guys. <laughs> it had been like three days since either one of us had eaten. And we were like, five guys. <laughs> and it was so good. And then yesterday I was laying in bed and I haven't, you know, put on makeup. I've barely right. showered. Right. And then yesterday I I looked in the mirror and I was like, I look like a pillow. (laughs) In what way? In what way? I just was looking like a big white face with no dimension. Oh, yeah. Because also my face, well, I had a fever with mine, but my face was like swollen and weird. It was just disgusting. But similarly, I I said to Alex, I was like, could you get me some tater tots? I don't care how. I just, it's the only (laughs) thing I want to eat. I don't care from whence. Like just, just, (laughs) just some tater tots. Charlotte and I similarly were like craving potatoes. Um, That was weird. That was a really weird. And then the cough. The cough lingered for another week. Like I couldn't get rid of the cough. The cough's not going anywhere. And it's a very like, it's a very unproductive cough. Yes. It's a very like, you know, just this kind of hacky cough that won't go away. 
And every time I laughed for like a week, I had yeah. a cough. Yeah, it was bad. And then like in the, I said to Charlotte, I was like, we are taking a cough suppressant before we get on this plane because we cannot, like we were no longer sick, but we still had the cough. And I was like, we can't just be hacking on, on a plane. Yeah. It's like people will, people will not take well to that. So uh, yeah, winter. Yeah. I was just reading something in the times today that was like, Hey, January is actually the best month. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I don't think it's true. I was like, you go New York Times, but I can't go there with you. New York Times has been really weird lately. They have this. That, yes, go. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, interrupting go. you because yes, they ran that, that lengthy op-ed about Taylor Swift's sexuality. Yeah, that was fucking weird. That was weird. Really weird. And then also they... um. They in the style section, I think they ran something. And I think the style section is, I think Stella Bugby is very talented. I think the style section is good. But it was like, what vibe were you in 2023? And I was like, what paper am I reading? There was a thing. They have a thing like dinner party conversation. They have like a, you know, like cheat sheet, what to talk about at your dinner parties this week. And like there, one of them was like spider veins. And like, <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, who is fucking talking about spider veins at a dinner party? Like, no shit. And it was like, the other one was like glue or something. It wasn't glue, but it was like something just so fucking stupid. And I was like, nobody, this is so weird. I don't know if you guys are, it's like, it's like, not that we're allowed to talk about Woody Allen, but like, if you watch a Woody Allen movie, like a, a recent ish Woody Allen movie, like basically after 1990, maybe 2000, he no longer knows how people talk to each other. Like he mm -hmm. doesn't have any idea how people converse. So the conversation is so the dialogue is so strange because he just huh. has zero concept of what a conversation sounds like in the modern day. Um, you know, and it probably for good reason, he should be isolated and, and probably also in jail, but whatever. He doesn't know how people talk. And similarly, I've been looking at the New York times and I'm like, do you know what people are like? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, I know. Everyone's just trying to survive, but still. Everyone is just trying to survive. That's really what I'm seeing on social media, which has been really just not doing it for me lately. I'm just like, I can't, I can't flip from like genocide to should I have more fiber in my diet to your happy skiing picture. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's whiplash. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. And it, it, it like, it, it isn't, it's, it's so unnutritious. It is unnutritious, but now I'm getting into a very transactional thing. Cause I have a book coming out and just sort of like a, I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable being transactional and I'm not very good at self-promotion, but I have a lot of people like scaring me like, well, if you don't start doing this gross thing that you don't fucking want to do <laughs> or talking to this person you never liked because, but they also have a platform you're nobody's going to buy your book. Thumbs down. Aren't you proud of your work? Yeah. Don't you want more people to read it? And I said, you know, I feel like this book's going to find its audience. And the person was like, that's naive. And I was like, I mean, it's not that I'm not going to promote it, but I just, there's a level of, for me, disgusting. There's a line that I will not fucking cross. And I'll tell you something on my first book, 
I got all this pressure because it was a business book and I hired an outside PR company. It cost me a fucking ton of money that I wish to God I had today. And it was so brutal. The things that I did were so brutal and it didn't change anything really. It changed the perception, the outside perception of what people thought of my success, but it didn't mm -hmm. actually change book sales. Right. And like, I went on something that was like, it wasn't, it wasn't like right wing. Like it wasn't like totally, it wasn't like Nazis, but it was like, it was like not really a comfort zone for me. And like I reached out to people who like, I absolutely don't respect to push my book and they didn't, you know? And it was like, yeah. And then I just had all that ick. I, I crossed my own boundaries. I went against my own values. No. And you, and you, and you, you didn't listen to your own standards. And then I was just fucking flailing the whole time. Like at what price art? Like there, that's, that's a price and I'm not fucking yeah. doing it this time. So, well, you didn't look like you were flailing from a distance. It looked like, oh, wow, she's got an essay in L. Oh, wow. She's got an essay here. She's got an essay there. It's all going right for Romolini. Yeah. And it wasn't, my book barely sold any copies. <laughs> like, it wasn't good, but like the, the in-house PR could be like, well, we had, you know, 75 media placements. Yeah. Speaking of perception versus reality. I had a really long talk yesterday with a friend. I haven't a really close friend. I haven't talked to in six months. I reached out to this friend because two nights ago I had a dream that I just couldn't find this friend. Like it was like a weird one of those weird dreams, but she kept going missing for me. Mm -hmm. And it, so I called her and she answered right away. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've been in such a shame spiral. I owe you like texts back and calls back. And I was like, oh, like I thought she had just like drifted friends drift, you know, it's fine. And she was like, I've been so uncomfortable with how generative you are. She's also a writer that I've not wanted to engage with any of your work or engage with you. Like she was just, she gave it to me all. And Amazing. She, was, she was like, I was feeling really jealous. And then I felt so ashamed that it's now been so many months because I, then I let it go for so long and I didn't, I didn't text you back and I didn't call you back. And now we're here. Thank you for reaching out to me. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I told my friend Jonathan, who I hadn't been in touch with for a while, that I had to unfollow him on Facebook a couple years previous because his life just looked too perfect. You know what? That's what I'm talking about. Like that, that's the level of honesty I want because that wasn't hurtful to me. It was just it. Right. And then we could talk about it and I could like, I could also demystify for her. You know, like, yeah, sure, I've been generative, and but it's also come at this cost. And, you know, this is what's gone on in my, you know, my personal life and, you know, whatever. And then also we like wound up having like a just a lovely reconnection. But I've been that friend, too, where I've like not gotten back to somebody and felt as really ashamed about it. And then you just then you just don't because and then it just like exacerbates. It like builds on top. No, of no, then it's just it, it's just worse and worse. Or the worst thing is like an apology that was not extended. Yes. And then too much and then too much time passes. Mm -hmm. And then it's a whole fucking thing. And we had a long conversation about the personal versus the professional and how they can get so intertwined and how to really think about 
this separate professional you, even if your work is personal, the separate part of you that is professional. I mean, and you, I think actually are a master of this because your blog is personal, but not like you have very good boundaries. I feel like about what you write about, you know, how you engage with your followers. Like I, I, I really admire how you do this. Oh, thank you. It, well, it's a moving target, you know? Yeah, it really is. It, it, you know, I, I've posted things on the Substack that I didn't think I wanted to have in print anywhere. Yeah. You know, I have, I have definitely like my boundaries have become a little bit more lax since I started doing the Substack, but um, thank you. I, I, I think it's important. And you know, that feeling when you've gone too far, when you've said too much, Yes, it's just gross and you can't take it back and you can't control how it's going to be perceived. Yes. And like you can't, and that, that is especially true, not only just in the work, you can decide what you're going to put out in the work, but then how you engage with trolls, how you, and just how you, and how you engage after that, those are choices too, because the work is one thing. And then yeah. it's the engagement afterward, the access, the access you give people to you. That's, that's a big, that's a thing I'm really grappling with. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. You know, it's really tricky and it's, tricky when people think they know you. Yes. Yes, it is tricky. No. And, and speaking of this, I've been thinking a lot about like, what is my emotional age? Like, why do I feel like I'm a fucking 13 year old sometimes or a 16 year old or just like a, a fucking baby? Yeah. I've been listening to this book, which is a really good book for anybody who is a parent of a teenager. I, if, I, and I'm kind of late to the party on this, but it's called the emotional lives of teenagers by Lisa Demore. And one of the things she talks about is since Prozac came out, we've had this sense that emotional discomfort is bad. We've tried to like eradicate emotional discomfort, but actually emotional discomfort promotes growth. So I'm getting somewhere. So, but while she was a young psychiatrist or psychologist, she had this client who told her off the bat, adult client who told her off the bat, I drink a lot. I drink excessively. I probably have a drinking problem. And when she went when the doctor went to her superior and was like reviewing her cases, he said, okay, you need to find out at what age that person started drinking heavily because we emotionally arrest people who um, have substance abuse problems, emotionally arrest at the age that they started using, overusing substances. Mm -hmm. And because whatever age they start, they aren't processing difficult experiences and getting the information they need from difficult experiences so they can regulate their emotions. And I, right. I, this like fucking, I know this is like an old, this is probably like so old hat to people, but this like kind of blew my mind. Cause I was like, well, and not because I think I have substance abuse problems, but like, did I ever really learn how to regulate my emotions? And I think I haven't, I think you have. And I think that I haven't. And it, like, I just think that's a, that's a, Anyway, it's something I've been thinking about. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a really interesting question. And, and the truth of it is, like, I think that you work hard to regulate your emotions. I think you're a very emotional person. Right, right. You're an exceedingly sensitive person. Yes. And you feel the pain of the world. And it's hard when those things are true to really do a lot of, you know, useful regulation. It is, but I will say my sobriety, which is keeping a pace, it's this, I'm on, I'm on like 10 days. Like I told somebody I'm sober right now. And they were like, how long? And I was like, 10 days. They're like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 10 days counts. 10 but, days, a hundred percent counts. 
but it has helped me be more present without the sort of up and downs of, you know, even caffeine, just everything sort of taking me out of myself. I'm at least feeling a little more centered and not so fucking like a leaf in the wind, you know? Right. Well, they say that alcoholics and drug addicts can handle all sorts of pain, but if you give them just a little bit of discomfort, they'll go crazy. Yeah. I fully believe that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I've been thinking a lot about like, what emotional age are you? You know, like how, how old are you actually? Like, what can you actually tolerate? You know, you're, you're an adult, but you know, in in year only. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, how, what is my emotional age? I don't, I don't know. In some ways quite young. No, I think your emotional age is like 35. (laughs) that's not so bad that's what i think 37 i think i think that's it 37 i was arrested at the year i started editing lucky maybe maybe other than i wasn't 37 i was 35 um well 35 was my first guess so maybe 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 let's take a quick break from some ads Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Support for Everything is Fine comes from Ritual. So I love Ritual. Everyone knows I love Ritual. I talk about Ritual all the time. I particularly love its daily, their daily multivitamin. And I also really have been enjoying their melatonin. But the thing I love most about Ritual is their Hyacera. It's a once daily skin supplement that's clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. In a clinical study, Hyacera led to 3.6 times reduction in crow's feet wrinkles within 90 days as compared to a placebo. Hyacera led to 2.9 times increase in skin smoothness within 90 days as compared to a placebo. You can enhance your skincare routine from the inside out with one daily capsule essenced with soothing vanilla. I love Hyacera. It's been rigorously tested and validated. It's one of the industry leading sustainability. It it meets, sorry, all of the industry leading sustainability standards. You know, I'm a beauty editor now. I am all about keeping my face plump and Hyacera absolutely has done that for me. I've been on it for months. I don't even know how long and I can really see a difference in the texture of my skin. My skin looks 
more juicy, I guess is the best way to do it. Say it, do it. Ah. Okay. So you can start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash fine. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription to get today. That's ritual.com slash fine for 25% off. And we're back. Um, what, what, what else is happening? Did you watch anything while you were ill? I, I tried to, I tried to watch Saltburn. How was it? I, I was, cause I, everybody's like, you know, universally, like when it came out panned, you know, some yes. people that like, you know, this is a terrible movie. And yes. then I think something started happening on the internet and on reels and TikTok and everything because right. people people are like showing like their friends reactions to some of the most shocking scenes yeah. because because it's a shocking movie it's a really shocking movie okay and, and 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 some really gnarly stuff happens um i i didn't i didn't make it through the whole thing but and it is okay. a, it is a dark dark movie i did finally read the synopsis and okay but i i i um i'm a sucker for a movie that takes place at like a big fancy british house in the country oh yeah yeah uh, any sort of aesthetic like that is uh is you know it just takes me right in because it doesn't even matter what's happening in the movie i'm like oh look at the scene <laughs> yeah know? like look at the set design um similarly to that i have a new favorite movie of 2023 which is anatomy of a fall oh man i hear that's a real all buster you're going to die. You're going to die. It is the most accurate depiction of the struggle in a marriage of two working artists I've ever seen. It is, especially in a marriage with kids, there's a fight scene. I'm not giving anything away here, but there's a fight scene in this movie that was so accurate to how fights build like the resentments about like who gets the time to create and who gets, has to take care of the kid and the way a fight builds too, not even specific to, you know, being these kinds of people, but the way a, a marital, just a relationship fight with, when you've been with somebody a long time builds the like old resentments that come in. It is phenomenal. The script is phenomenal. And Alex and I couldn't talk to each other for like, two hours after watching wow. it. We were so shook because it, it reflected, I mean, you know, whatever, I'm not even going to get into the details. This is a very extreme like version of this, but it reflected back at us, like the way that we fight in a way that was so uncomfortable mm. that we just, we had to like take a time out. You know, it's so, it's funny, you know, how easy you can, how, how easily like bad vibes can be bred in, yes. a, in a in a in a relationship and yes. like every morning since we've both been sick we've had a moment where it's like okay now we're going to be in a fight about something stupid because we're both sick yeah yeah oh no i mean and then but the thing is the layers because the longer you're together the just there's so much history and it never really gets cleaned out you know, there's no. apologies and you make up and whatever it never really gets cleaned out. I mean, you know, if the fight is bad enough, one of us might bring up something that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. We shouldn't, but we might. 
Yeah. You know, especially if somebody won't stop, if one of us is just like on one and won't stop and the other one just wants to throw a grenade to make it fucking be over or is just hurt and just wants to be seen and hurt. It's just anyway, I think I feel like it should not be called anatomy of a fall. It should be called anatomy of a fight is what I think. But also this actress, this German actress, I think her name is um, Sandra Huller is so amazing. And she was in this movie that I, do you ever watch a movie and then you loved it, but you can never remember it again? Yeah. There's this movie she's in called um, Tony Erdman. And it is the weirdest, wackiest, funniest German movie about a daughter and her eccentric father. Mm -hmm. And Sandra Huller is like amazing in it. And it's so weird. And I'd been trying to find it because it has a weird name. I would have never remembered Tony Erdman. And it had like, I've been trying to find it for like five years and I was really happy to see her in this movie. Cause I was like, wait, that's the lady from that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it again, but I, I highly recommend if you want a, um, a, a zany, a zany <laughs> German movie, <laughs> Tony Erdman, Tony Erdman is what it's called. I should, I should put it in the show notes this week and I just might. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> It's always a surprise. <laughs> you never know what's going to be there. Okay, before we before we go into listener questions, I do have one recommendation for this week. I tried um, the Super Zero Bar Shampoo and Conditioner, and I was like, bar shampoo? No way. It, it's excellent. It's an excellent, like, silky, lightweight, lathery, like a great shampoo. Like even Alex was like, wow, your hair looks really shiny today. Wow. It's a, it's a great shampoo. I will definitely put that in the show notes. It's, it's been kind of stalking me on Instagram for a while. And then, um, somebody sent it to me and I was like, okay, I'll try it. Cause actually I'm, I'm working on a number of hair stories this, this month. If anybody has any hair questions, I'm working on all hair care stories, shampoos, conditioners, leave in, leave in conditioners, dry shampoos, etc. Bar shampoos. Anyway, super zero. Super zero. Super zero. Um, would you care to answer some listener questions? Why don't we just? Okay. Okay. Let's see. Here's one. All this talk about New Year's resolutions. What are we not changing in 2024? Um, <laughs> I know this is a hard one. This is a hard one. Um, I don't know. I'm not changing my diet. I'm not really changing my exercise routines. Like I feel like I I do pretty well. I'm doing more yoga, I guess, but I don't know. I'm not changing my diet at all. I'm not, I feel like I have a really good balance with my friends right now. And then I keep in touch with people and I try to see people more. So I'm not changing that. I'm not changing my wardrobe. I'm kind of like over changing my wardrobe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How about you? I was going to say my wardrobe. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care right. I mean, I certainly don't care right now. I'm trying to. So a thing that we've been doing, because we're trying to get our spending in check. Um, I'm just trying to get our money in check. Like I'm learning about Roth IRAs. And like Alex was like, literally, you could be explaining building like a nuclear bomb to me right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, But I was like, well, we need to max out our, our, our Roth IRA before we start going into a high yield index fund. And he was like, just fucking shut up. <laughs> but one thing we've, I mean, he's, he's grateful to me, but um, 
one thing we've been doing is we're having to approve purchases with each other. Like I want to buy this before we buy anything over say $20. Wow. And it has really been a thing because it's been like, Alex is like, come on, (laughs) this fleece is on sale from Patagonia. They never go on sale. And I'm like, but you have three fleeces, you know, (laughs) like, but okay, if you want to buy it, we have the money for it. But so we're having discussions instead of just knee jerk buying, we're having discussions and it's really showing me how much I just fucking just, just buy everything. Just like, well, there's such a thing as ambient spending, right? Oh, interesting. I like this. Yes. Go ahead. Like, it's just the spending you don't, you know, it it, it adds up, but it's the spending you have to do, but doesn't count because it's not fun. Like, you know, I know Metro cards don't exist anymore, but like shit like that. Well, that's not that I'm not, I'm talking about like, oh, should we get a compost bin? I feel like our compost, the way we're composting is not working and we're throwing out half of the vegetables and I just keep thinking greenhouse gases, greenhouse, like, so we're not green. What is it? I don't know what it is, but anyway, whatever it is that my, that my (laughs) extra broccoli stems are doing to the, the planet, um, and like to buy a compost system is we'll, we'll, I have to get the bags and I have to get the thing. And I like the whole thing is going to wind up costing me like $75 and then I'll throw something else in. And then, then we're a hundred dollars into Amazon. And that happens so much more often than you even realize, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. And it just like happens. But then there's also like, oh, these boots are on sale and they were $400 and now they're 130. I should definitely buy them. But telling somebody I should walking somebody else through that logic. Yeah. Is actually really helpful because then it's like, we're not doing a no buy January, but we're having a, should I buy January? Wow. That's a, that's quite a concept. It's a good idea. I don't know if it's going to work. Like he's going to get that fleece. I'm not depriving him of that fleece, but we did have a conversation. Like, do you need it? Do you going to wait? You know? Yeah. And, it's it's a way to start to to manage the bleeding like the 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 money just bleeds no i believe me i know i had an american express bill that was so large and there were a couple of big things on it yeah but it was still jaw-droppingly high american express bill yeah and and i i was like somebody's got to be i've I've had my identity taken obviously because these (laughs) charges can't all be mine i love when i do that too i'm like this has to be wrong this is no, way I'll sit there with a, I've sat there with a motherfucking calculator <laughs> adding up my American Express bill to make sure it was really all me. <laughs> and and low. <laughs> and low. It turns out that ridiculous American Express bill was all me. Oh, I know. And like the other day I was like, you know what we need? We need an infrared sauna in the backyard. I was <laughs> like, I was like, they're twenty five hundred dollars. Like, it's not that much money. And like, they're supposed to like improve your longevity by like 40 years. I don't know. Like they, like, they, <laughs> help, they, they help everything, right? And Alex was like, I mean, you can, but we also have an agreement that we're not putting any big purchase of, on a credit card, like that we'll pay it off later. Like we're, we got out of debt. So now we're like trying to not make the same mistakes, right? Yeah. And it's just like, you just see what morons you are. Like just day to day, just like idiocy. You're just like, oh, well, why, why can't we just like, whatever, whatever X is. I, I totally understand what you mean. 
Yeah. And this gets us into a question that I thought was really interesting, which is, it's a kind of related to money, which is, can you talk about the pros and cons for 40 plus women of a full-time job versus independent freelancing? What are your thoughts? Okay. Well, the pros are, you know, you, you set your own hours, you are your own boss, all of that. The pros of freelancing, yes. The pros of freelancing, the the cons are the same. You set your own hours, you are your own boss. You know, it 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 the the same things that I love about being a freelancer are the things that drive me crazy about being a freelancer. Yes. Yes, and money. 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 Because I mean, I think that what you're doing now is you have a stable income. You know how much you're gonna make every month. If you, for the most part, if you're a freelancer, cause that's almost like a full, like that's almost like a full-time job because there's consistent income. There's a, there's a check every, there's a check every month. You know how many subscribers you have. You can expect a certain amount of money. What was happening for me? Well, I was constantly cobbling. I was constantly cobbling this freelance assignment and I knew yeah. that contract was going to run out and then I had to get another one, but also this, I was stacking and stacking and stacking. And then this business went under, this person didn't need me anymore, but okay, now there's this project. I could never count on the amount of money. So that's one. And two, in terms of being 40 plus, like my insurance was so expensive, my health insurance, the pro of having a full-time job and having someone pay for your health insurance and give you a 401k match depends on the job, obviously, but I happen to love my full-time job. And it has lowered my stress and panic and anxiety around money in a way that has transformed my life. Amazing. And I think that people, you know, it depends on if you can get really, really stable freelance work. And I don't, I, I couldn't get that kind of like regular, I, I didn't feel like I could. I mean, I just didn't have it in me at the time to like build a sub stack up with, which maybe I could have, but still maybe that's not my personality. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's also, I think knowing yourself and how risk adverse you are and what you need right now. Like, what do you need? Do you need the security of a regular paycheck? And it's just going to replenish every two weeks. That is nice. And I forgot how nice that was because I had been freelance for five, six years. So yeah. anyway, that's the pros and cons. And the cons are obviously is like, you know, you, somebody else owns your time and you have, you're beholden to a boss and to whatever initiatives are coming your way and whatever direction they're telling you to be in. So I, I do miss my, the freedom of my schedule that I had before, but for me right now, the security is worth it. I got it. Yeah. Um, Okay. I thought this was another good question. Can we talk about double cleansing? The Vogue ladies discussed it, but I wanted, I want to know more and I want some ideas on affordable cleansers. I do want to check out the Tasha cleansing oil though. I barely do single cleansing. Same, same, you know, and I, and I have to say somebody said, I think last week that they've been sick for a while and not put on any makeup or dealt with any of their skincare stuff and their skin looked great. Yeah. I think cleansing is bullshit. My, my, I think, I think face cleansing is bullshit. I, I mean, unless like, I mean, mostly I would say unless for teenagers or unless you wear like a ton, a ton of makeup and you yeah. have to remove it. And then I would say, get some micellar water and use that. I think that the double cleansing actually really hurts your skin. 
it can't not. How I I mean, I haven't followed double cleansing as a beauty trend, but it certainly sounds like whack. Yeah, I don't think I don't think you need it. I don't really I rarely wash my face. I, I rarely beyond water. I really don't wash my face, to be honest. I use micellar water. Yeah. I use micellar water and it's, I use it for sensitive skin. So it's really gentle and it takes a couple tries to get everything off, but it works great. And my face doesn't feel all dry and like unpliable after I use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you wear brown boots with black pants? Of course. I think a hundred percent. I actually like the way that looks, honestly. I know. I think brown and black can be worn together. Black and blue can be worn together. Black and brown can be worn together. I, I do too. Okay. Here's another question. Do you have any tips for dealing with your husband's decorating style if it diverges from your own in a small living space? For example, I have a freaking bike in my living room and a wetsuit hanging from my bookcase at all times. How do you compromise on these things? Well, Paul moved into my already established home. so. There wasn't, you know, we haven't had a lot of compromise that we've had to do around decorating. I also don't think he cares very much. Right. I, you know, I think there are like, we put up these bookshelves in our living room and um, my husband really wanted to curate them. He had a lot of books and he really wanted, he really wanted to do the bookshelves. And I was like, okay, fine. And then he put up a picture of a framed picture of Dracula on one of the shelves. No. <laughs> and I hate it. But um, I understand that it's important to him for it to be there. He thinks it's a lovely, he just, lo- he just likes it. He just likes it. It's an old timey portrait of Dracula and he just likes it. And every time I look at it, I'm like, I don't like that. But I, I, that's like, I can let that go. With the yeah. stuff hanging around, like the, the coats over chairs. And I try to like say, hey, this is where we put these things. Can you hang it on the coat rack? Can you, or I just do it myself. I really do because the stuff that like visually drives me crazy, like because the, there's just shit hanging everywhere, like the bike you're going to have to deal with. There's no way. But maybe you can get a better bike rack. Yeah, you can get one of those bike racks on the wall. But the stuff that's like, I don't know, I choose my battles is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's it. I thought this was going to be a how do you deal with your husband's period? And I was going to be like, we don't <laughs> there are not enough <laughs> podcast episodes in the land. <laughs> On that note, I feel like we should stop. <laughs> I feel like you've been such a trooper to do it for this long. Oh, I've tried my very best. I'm sorry, guys. I was a little boring today. You weren't boring. You were wonderful. Um, thanks for listening to Everything is Fine, everyone. We're your hosts. I'm Jen Romolini. And I'm Kim France. If you like the show, please rate and review it on the platforms, especially Apple Podcasts. It really helps people find the show and it makes a difference. If you want to support the production of the show, I keep meaning to say this at the beginning of the episode, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash everything is fine. We are going to have some fun things coming up there this month. Um, it's $3 is the entry point to join. You can also join as a free subscriber. And sometimes we put up free things there. If you want to follow this show on social media, we have a robust and private Facebook group. 2,000 people on that. I know. I was like, whoa, that's great. And it's a very nice community. Um, that's just on Facebook. Everything is fine. You'll find it. Um, we're also on Instagram at EIF Podcast. 
You can find Kim on her Substack, kimfrance.substack.com, girls of a certain age. You can find me at Jen Romolini's Vanity on Instagram and some other places. You can pre-order my book. This is important. Everybody keeps talking to me about pre-orders, pre-orders, pre-orders. Ambition Monster is the name of the book. It's in the show notes where you can pre-order my book if you want to. The show is mixed and edited by the wonderful, amazing Natalie Rivera. Natalie, thank you. And we'll be back next week. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.